We've all heard about these crazy entanglement stories, but what if you found yourself right in the middle of one? On today's case, Ms. Jenkins says her wedding is officially on pause because Mr. Cambridge can't seem to let go of his ex. Mr. Cambridge says he's just trying to be a good co-parent, and there's nothing to see here. Is Mr. Cambridge really husband material? Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Jenkins versus Cambridge. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, Ms. Jenkins, you've brought the father of your child to divorce court because you say you're fed up with his selfish behavior, constant cheating, and complete lack of respect toward you. You say that if Mr. Cambridge can't stop this bad behavior, your engagement will be off. Yes, Your Honor. And, Mr. Cambridge, you say you're a changed man and a good partner. You want Ms. Jenkins to stop crucifying you for the mistakes you made in your past and start focusing on building a future together. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. Ms. Jenkins, the floor is yours. Your Honor, I'm here because I want full commitment to me and to our family. I am beyond fed up with his selfish ways, his reckless behavior, his disrespect, his lack of respect for me and for our family, for our household. You know, I feel like we have something really special and rare. It's natural for me to nurture it and protect it and hold it close. And unfortunately, it's not the same for him. And that hurts. Mr. Cambridge, you just heard what Ms. Jenkins said. What do you say in your defense? Your Honor, I'm here to reassure my fiance that I am a changed man and I've worked hard on these changes and I'm willing to keep working on these changes so she can be my wife in the future. I want her to stop living in the past, focus on our future, and stop being so impatient sometimes. Ms. Jenkins, Mr. Cambridge says that he is ready to be that guy, but you got a smirk on your face that tells me something has been <laughs> happening that in no way speaks to what he just said. So why don't you fill me in? It's not that it's in no way. He has put some of his bad habits behind him. Mm -hmm. But he keeps speaking about the past. And there are things in the present that I have concerns with, that I have issues with. For example, he's selfish. Like I said before, it's second nature for me to hold us down, for me to do what I have to do here. And it's not the same for him. For example, I had a flat tire not too long ago. It, I noticed it in the driveway of our home. When I told him about it, he told me where the nearest tire shop was, but he was playing his guitar at his computer. He did not get up, did not offer me any assistance. So I went to the tire shop at night by myself where there are men there catcalling me. I'm pretty sure that I got overcharged. It was an uncomfortable situation. When I got home and told him about my frustrations, he said, you didn't ask me for help. Some things I just shouldn't have to ask Yeah, Mr. For. Cambridge, this is gonna be a problem for me already because I'm gonna tell you something right now. My husband does not let me drive outside by myself at night just to make sure that I'm okay. He wants to walk me down to the garage, the indoor garage, because he says stuff can happen down there. Why is it your first instinct to protect your woman? Your Honor, because she came down with the attitude. She didn't say that she needed help. She asked me where I got my tire fixed. It was not, hey, I got a tire out here that can you come look at it? She said, where, where you get your tire fixed at? Grabbed the keys and stormed off. Ms. Jenkins, that's completely opposite of what because you just said. Because he doesn't tell the whole truth. Okay, that well then let problem. me hear the whole truth and nothing but the truth, y'all. That's what I'm trying to say. This is my problem. You tell half the story. 
he knew that my tire was flat. I came down there, downstairs, looking for a tire place. I did not have an attitude with him. I did not storm off. I was frustrated that my tire was flat. I have a Jeep. Those tires are expensive. It was an unfortunate situation. Did you ever say to him, my tire's flat? Yes. So, now, Mr. Mr. Cambridge, did you know the child's tire was flat? I did. Lord, I'm gonna have to ask questions like I am back in Brooklyn I, at I the DA's See table. what I'm saying? I advised her not to go yet. Okay, Wait well, the morning. Well, why, what do you mean you advised her not to go yet? Because it was late, it was dark outside, and you don't need to be riding on Camerton Road with your tire flat. Okay, but what if she needed to leave the next day early or something, or she had an appointment, or she just wanted a tire fix, why didn't you help the child with the tire? Because mm. I didn't feel like it had to be done right that's then and there. That's what I've been waiting for. You didn't feel like that's what had to be done right there because you didn't want to do it at that time. That's one thing for you to say, I'm not going to do it at that time. It's another thing to be passive-aggressive and just sit there, chill, and play your guitar. Now, you do have a right to say, I'm in the middle of something. Do you need to car first thing in the morning? If you don't, let's go in the morning. That's how grown men respond. You're right. Fair? Fair. Ms. Jenkins, what else is going on? I don't feel like he supports me like I support him. I had recently quit my job and I had put in multiple applications for a new one. I finally got a call back for a virtual interview. I let him know the day before that it would be at 10 o'clock in the morning and I asked him if he would watch our daughter. When I get up in the morning and I bring her to him, He's fully dressed, getting ready to head out the door. I say, where are you going? He said, this morning, I scheduled an appointment to get my car fixed at 10.30. I said, what about my job interview? He doesn't say much. So now I'm frustrated. I have an attitude because you never consider me. I have to remind you to consider me. When we already had a prior arrangement, I let you know ahead of time it wasn't a last-minute thing. Mr. Cambridge, over to you. Your Honor, it was a last-minute thing. And first of all, she didn't even know what job she was interviewing for. It was a Zoom interview. And then, 10 minutes later, downstairs in the kitchen, she talking about it went for me. Guess why I went for her? Because it was a pyramid scheme. And I had to go get my car fixed. Well, did she know it was a pyramid scheme when she was registering for it? She did not. She did not know what job it was. That let me know how serious she was about the interview. Did she ask you to do something for your child, and did you agree? That's all I want to know. I agreed. And um, I was there. I, I fixed her food. I made sure the kids were straight. And when she's supposed to have her interview, were you able to watch the baby? Your Honor, when I came downstairs, the car was already running outside. He had started the car, come back inside to fix the kids some food, but if it was something that I was interested in, it would have been longer than five minutes, so your car is running. Your appointment is at 10.30. I object. I object. I object. Our daughter would wake up crying multiple times throughout the night. It would be me that would get up and go get her. That's what babies he do, He would right? never, ever, ever budge. Ms. Jenkins is just saying, consider her. Yes. You can't make somebody your number one if you're always their number two. Hmm. You, you make about plans so. for things and don't consider me. Ms. And then when I happen to be okay at the end, it's like, see, I knew you was going to be okay. But not, no thanks to you. But, Ms. Jenkins, I think what Mr. Cambridge is trying to convey to you 
is if it had become a real problem, then you'd have something to argue about. But the fact that it didn't become a real problem means that you should let it go. I'm not saying that I agree. I'm just want I want you to hear what he's trying to say in this situation. It just speaks to it's a character thing to me. Like You're... I feel like you don't have my back. For example, another example, our daughter was a baby and I was breastfeeding. Um, she never slept through the night. Every single time she would wake up crying multiple times throughout the night, it would be me that would get up and go get her. That's what babies he do. He would right? never, ever, ever budge. He'd roll over, never offer You had any... primary and full responsibility for the baby? Yeah, uh, no, she did not. No, I'm not I saying I get up and change the I'm baby saying. too. Go ahead. If she you never because what was your response? I'm saying she won't. you never got up. To go get her in the middle of I the night. I woke up. She was because... still crying. She wanted your not mine. Exactly. That's my point. She could have wanted you to put the you could have put the pacifier back in her mouth. You could have once, her twice. I picked, her, picked up. her up and brought her to me to feed. But I'm breastfeeding. I gotta get up. It's always I don't feel like it. I'm tired. Why should I have to do it anyway? You're breastfeeding, and that's just inconsiderate to me. Mr. Cambridge, I hear what Ms. Jenkins is saying today. Ms. Jenkins is just saying, consider her. Do you know what that means when a I... woman says consider her? Yes. You can't make somebody your number one if you're always their number two. Mm. You are making her your number two to whatever it is you want going on. And in your own life, you have every right to prioritize it the way you want to. But if you're going to bring someone into your life and say you're going to create a family, you want a wife, you want a mother for your children, that means that you have to place them at priority one. That's just a matter of family building. Are you ready for real family building? I understand that. And as a matter of fact, it, is, that, is that her number one compartment? Because I asked for support as well. I got booked to play the show because I play guitar. I'm a musician. I got booked to play at a birthday party. Somebody with a big following, huge following, would it, it help? I got more bookings off that one show. But I asked her to come for support. She didn't show up, get home. She got an attitude, walk around, stank, and she put me on sex punishment for two weeks because I went and took that book, the uh, booking and made the money. Um, Ms. Jenkins? Your Honor. You got a smirk on your face, which means something because else is behind again, it. we're dealing with a half truth here. I have never had a problem with his bookings. They put food on the table, I support your dreams. When, I, when you didn't have a way to get there, you were driving my car to get there, even if it meant I had to take an Uber to work. Why did you have, as he would say, a stank attitude when, you, when he walked in the door? When the gig is over, he has to go to the after party and the after after party. Sometimes the kids and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and daddy's still not home yet. Sometimes. Because Sometimes. It's not every time, but sometimes. I did try to explain to him, I did not just simply have an attitude with him. I'm a very intuitive person. The moment I stepped into my house, I felt like something was off. There's a ball of weave hair in the corner. He came to my house with another woman, will not admit it. Mr. Cambridge, did you have another woman in Miss Jenkins' home on this occasion? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com.
Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. He has a history, okay, of cheating, of substance abuse, which he has, since our daughter was born, he has put those things behind him. Congrats. But this gig in particular was for people that were directly related to things that have hurt me. So I explain, tried to explain to him, I'm not upset with you, I'm triggered and I'm nervous about this. So the last thing you wanted was for him to fall back into previously bad behaviors yes. because he was going to be around the elements that um, contributed to those behaviors in the first place. Yes, and I just wanted some understanding and compassion with how I was feeling. Mr. Cambridge, can you understand that she was concerned that even if you say you're a changed man, that the folk around you, a lot of people like you, to stay in that box that they have put you in. I understand that. I learned that the hard way. A lot of folk really wanted me to stay the big girl because they were more comfortable with me as the big girl. Mm -hmm. But when I decided to put my health first and make the lifestyle changes that I needed to make, some folk were mad. Guess what? I still kept the weight off. I still took care of my obligations. I still became the whole person that I wanted to be. Right. So you might not need to be with the same people that want to keep you in that same box. I understand that, Judge. But... And, and remember something. All money ain't good money. It might be nice that you got the right booking, but if that led to a destruction of the family that you were trying to build, all money ain't good money. Your Honor, you're right. He's put some of this behind him. He's not cheating, but... Not cheating anymore. But his past makes it very hard for me to trust him when he's out in the world. There was a time I went home for Thanksgiving, okay? When I came back home... We weren't living together yet. When I came back home, he was one hour late picking me up from the airport. When he finally got me and dropped me back off at home, I'm a very intuitive person. The moment I stepped into my house, I felt like something was off. My house, something was off. Then I noticed that my space heater was still on. So I knew somebody had been there. I knew he had been there. He's the only one that has my key. Then I noticed in the corner there's a ball of weave hair you on the floor. You got weave hair all I the don't wear. You wear wigs. We I wear wigs for creative purposes. They've been in the bag for He's months. I do day. not wear. I've been out of town also. The space heater is on. There's a ball of weave hair in the corner. I immediately know that somebody has been in my house. He came to my house with another woman, will not admit it. I know for a fact that they were there. At your house. He will not I admit it because house. his children was at his house with the babysitter. So he couldn't take her there. He brought her to my house. Nobody and he will not admit there. it, even though a friend of his confirmed it for me. Okay, let's What's just ask mean? the question. Mr. Cambridge, did you have another woman in Ms. Jenkins' home on this occasion? I did not. You did not? I did not. Have you looked her in the face and told her that? I did not. He's lying. It is not true. Another instance. This is before he got clean from the women and the substances. He what, was you washed in the Jordan or something? <laughs> he Rick sits James. me down and he says to me, 
I want to be a family man. I want to be a better man for you. I choose you. I choose our family. I want this. I want to do this. In that very same conversation, he confesses to multiple situations in which he lied and was with other women. So were you just trying to come clean, Mr. Cambridge? Yes, because I had recently asked her to be my wife, and I wanted a clean slate. I felt like I couldn't go into it with skeletons in my closet. So it took, we talk about growing, it takes a lot to own up to your own mess. And for me to put it out there and then you continue to use it against me does not feel good. It don't you make know, me feel like you want I, me to I, I understand what you're saying, um, Mr. Cambridge, because Ms. Jenkins, um, I remember when a, a friend of mine was going through a similar circumstance and she was making the decision on whether or not she could stay in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling her, if you decide you can stay, the one stipulation you can't do is you can't throw it back in his face. I don't think I do that. Well, I'm hearing allegations of cheating. Are you accusing him of cheating now? I don't believe that he's fully done with it. I don't. And it makes it very hard to trust him with the late nights, the not communicating with me, and on top of that, he does not set boundaries. The, the mother of his first child, they have no boundaries. When she comes over to supposedly visit her son, she never take, picks him up and takes him somewhere. It's always hanging out in the house. It's never in her son's room playing with him. She's on the couch watching movies with him. She's, he gets up, he goes to the kitchen, she gets up, she goes to the kitchen. He gets up, he goes to the family I'm room, she gets up, she goes to the family room. Is that now going on while yes. you live together? Yes, it's still currently going on no matter I, how many times I have asked him to your set Honor, boundaries. Your Honor, I am not doing anything with the, the mother of my son. I, as a matter of fact, I brought her here as a witness to attest that we have not done anything we're just working on co-parenting. And you yes, know she what? comes over sometimes, but she needs to see her son. Let's, but she's never with her son. She'd be with you. That'd be, that's let's, your opinion. That's not you an opinion. You got her. That's what it is. Every let's talk to the witness. Next time on Divorce Court. He actually brought me over her house, did not tell me that they had already slept together. He did not tell her about me either. She and I kind of quickly realized what was going on here, and he admitted that he didn't want to leave either of us. You look like the cat who swallowed the canary, like you in the middle of the happy place. Two beautiful, smart, talented women are fighting over you. If you want to be with Miss Jenkins, she does not want Miss Berlanga in your relationship. That's just the plain and simple truth. We hung out, tried to see if we could maybe make a polyamorous relationship work, but the more wait, I got wait, to wait. The two of you did not know about each other when you all first met. I did not know they were still together. You did not know that they had a present together. Right. Miss Berlanga, did you know Miss Jenkins was in Mr. Cambridge's life at that point? 